I want to talk to you in the few minutes that we have uh, left. I want to talk to you about not being forsaken. I, I feel like as we were really praying about this this day and, and just moving along in the book of John, uh, we're preparing. I want to go into a series on the apostolic church uh, that that's actually going to continue to have Jesus as the king. Uh, Jesus the King, but it's going to be with this picture of the apostolic church. What does wow. the apostolic church look, church look like? What is God? What is God's intention when he is calling for an apostolic church? I want to prepare for that. So if you're a part of Citadel Church and you're Citadelian, get ready for that. And I'm believing, pray with us. We're believing that we'll be back in gathering, that we can come back together and gather and hang out and do all that real quick. I'm, I'm asking the Lord for a quick turnaround within, you know, a few days yes. that, that, yes. I, that, that after today, Today, I know that some people are saying, well, there's going to be an announcement of horrible and worse you know, restrictions. I'm actually believing that there's going to be the number of the cases of people who, yes. who have been ill have dropped and yes. it's, it's being annihilated here in the United States and people are, are doing well and that we can actually now start to move back in some yes. of our gatherings. So we're, let's believe for that, that we can yeah. gather. I know that some people are looking for other things, but I'm going to believe for that. And then we'll, we'll continue to be innovative the as well. church is praying. I mean, there's nothing more powerful in the earth than a church that's praying. Yeah, exactly. And we're praying all over the world, so God hears us. He does hear us. And what we want to do is we're going to continue to pray. And we believe that this is probably one of the things that God was really hoping is that if, you know, because God does hope, I guess he is hopeful, yeah. right? Yeah. That he was hoping that hope his church would him. come along and, and gather together in unity and prayer yeah. and that we would believe that this could be turned around through prayer. So we're going to do that. We're going to continue to do that. But I want to talk to you about not being forsaken. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about not that God's plan is to never forsake, wow. to never forsake you. And I want to take us back to the original concept of it. When God first said it, he said it, he said it to Moses. When Moses was, he said, Moses, I need you to talk to the people. I need you to prepare them that you're not going over into the promised land. I need you to tell them a few things for me. And so when he, what God does with Moses, he says, Moses, I want you to know, I want you to tell Joshua that he's going to go, but I'm going to go myself. God says, I'm going to go myself before you. And then he says, tell Joshua that he is going to go before the people and then the people will be covered. And then he says this in verse three of Deuteronomy 31. If you have your, if you have your Bible, you can follow along with me. We're going to go through some verses uh, because we're going to spend about 20, 25 minutes, maybe max 30 minutes of just Bible study reading because there's so much good stuff that God wants to say. But my goal, and I believe the goal that God put in my heart is that you would be encouraged that you'd be built up, that you'd be strengthened, that yeah. you'd be lifted, yes. that, you would be, that you'd be uh, strong for this next season. And what he says here in verse 3 of, of Deuteronomy 31, it says in, the, in verse 3, it says, The Lord your God himself crosses over before you. I want you to know in this season that there is a, every, every, every so often we have a season where things have to shift, where we have to make an adjustment. Mm -hmm. And that, in, in, in scripturally, that usually looks like we're going over the Jordan. When you go from one time, one way of doing things to another way of doing yeah. things. For a lot of churches, they've been doing church one way. Now they're learning to do church another way. Yeah. I think we're learning to do church another way. We have some things that we have to put in place. We have a we have a, 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 a gathering called the tribes that we we want we want to have a twelve churches in in, in different hub cities that all have. 150 people and so I mean that changes the way we do church it changes the way we approach church but you have to have a crossover season some of you are going to have some things that die off in this season you just can't do those things anymore they are not 
a part of your future. Yeah. So you got to let those things go. And when Moses is, when God's telling Moses is, tell them that something's going to die off, but I have something great in front of them. And I'm going to take them to that. I'm going yeah. to lead them. He says, myself, God himself is going to cross go over you. with you mm -hmm. and go before you. And he will destroy the, these nations from before you and they shall, they, you shall dis, uh, dispossess them. I love that. He says, God himself is going to go as a God of war. He's going to be a mighty warrior. This is that Lord Shaboeth, Lord Shaboeth that goes before us, that has a host of, uh, of, of warriors and has an army that's going to go. And I want you to know God's going to go as a warrior before you. He's not just going to go as someone who is just going to uh, be only encouraging and only a provider, but he's going as a warrior. Expect God to war for you. Expect God to fight for you in this season, that he's going to actually do something for you. And then he says in, here in that same verse, Joshua himself crosses over before you, just as the Lord has said. I want you to know God is not only going to go himself, but he's going to make sure that the right leadership and the right things are in place yeah. that you are going to go forth. And some of you are going to rise into leadership in this next season. Your business is going to need you to rise to another leadership. Your family is going to need you to rise to another leadership. You're feeling that leadership rise inside of you right now because you feel that urgency to grow and to go to your next level. And then he says this, and the Lord and Lord said to them, and he said to, it said to, as he will do to them as he's done to these other, and he will destroy them. Verse five says, and the Lord will give them over to you. I want you to know there's some things that are going to be dispossessed, even some, some circumstances that are going to be dispossessed are going to be given over to you. I believe that this is acquisitions, yeah. that God's going to give you the ability to acquire some things in this new season. Nice. And, and and transference in verse six he says only this is your this is your commitment to it just as all i need is just be strong and of good courage wow. be strong and of good courage do not fear do not be afraid for the lord your god he is the one who goes with you wow. what a wonderful wonderful promise and all we have to do is we have to just focus on our soul yeah. focus on our soul don't be afraid don't be dismayed uh, be, be strong courage. and be of good courage. Because you need that whenever you have something unknown in front of you, your first tendency is, Ugh. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run That's away scary. from it. I'm not going right. to go into it. So you want to be strong. Yeah. And you have to actually choose that courage. Courage is not something that comes. Just courage is something that you take. Yeah. And then this is where we're going to lock into really uh, the picture that I want to give you. He says, he will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong. Mm -hmm. Be of good courage. He will not leave you nor forsake you. You just have to understand that there is a plan for God to be with you, to go before you, to stand with you, to be strong with you. And he's not going to leave you nor forsake you. I, I just want to say that to my heart. Yes. I want to say that. I want you to say that to your heart. I want us all to say that to our heart and our mind. We do this in influencers because of a book that we're reading. Uh, <laughs> I, I just say we're, we're strong, strong and we're courageous. courageous. We're strong and we're courageous. Uh, in, in the in the influencers, we say uh, whatever we're strong and courageous, and I have a millionaire mind. That's that's yes. kind of what the book tells us to do. But we're strong and courageous. We have a covenant mind, and we have a covenant mind. Yes. We believe that God is with us, and yes. He is not going to leave us. And I do have a millionaire mind. Yes, so we, we both have that, right? Yes. We have that. I have a millionaire mind. <laughs> You're an influencer. <laughs> All right, in verse seven, billionaire in mind. billionaire mind. My son's over there saying, and, and then Moses called Joshua and he said the same thing to him. He said, Joshua, now you're going to go and you're going to help these people inherit. 
I want you to know that there are some people that need you to help them inherit what is for them. God has wow. provided something for them. God has prepared them. So you may be the person that says, I want my inheritance. That's great. But you're also the person that needs to turn to someone in this season and says, God has a plan for you. God has something for you. And I'm going to help you march into that. I'm going to help you inherit what God's purpose and what God's plan is for you. So he will not leave you nor forsake you. And then he says something to Joshua and that, that encompasses what I believe the whole be strong and and, and have courage. He encompasses, he says, fear not, nor be dismayed. Dismayed. Wow. Don't, don't be distressed. So don't be stressed out. Things. Fear not and don't be dismayed. Don't be stressed out about this. Don't let yourself be overwhelmed by it. God is on the move. He's going before you. If, you, if you're walking into unfamiliar territory, you have to understand that God is marching before you. God himself marches you into unfamiliar territory. And then you have to become a leader to go into that unfamiliar territory. And then you have to lead people into that unfamiliar territory. And the way you posture yourself in this season will determine and whether or not people want to come to the Lord and whether or not people want to re receive Jesus. So Jesus is walking before you and he's going to take you into unprepared, un, unfamiliar territory. Yes. And you may feel unprepared, but he's prepared. He's, prepared. he's a great guide. He's a great teacher. <laughs> if he's going to take you there, he's and if he's not going, he said, I'm sending a paraclete, one that is a paraclete is a, an attorney, one that is going to stand a next help. to you, one that is going to be a helper that's going to stand <laughs> right next to you. And he's going to take you in and he's well prepared. Yes. I want you to know no matter what, if it feels uncomfortable, Someone has been preparing because God is preparing someone yes. to help you. And then there's always a Joshua to take you into that next season, mm -hmm. into that next level. Yes. I'm excited because when Jesus wanted, to, when Jesus was preparing his disciples to leave, he said this to them. He said, I will not leave you as orphans. I think that that's so cool. We've been that, thinking about that a that's lot. That's been a lot of conversation around Citadel churches. Yes. I will not leave you as orphans. And he did. I want you to know, he says, uh, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. I will come again to you. I will come to you and I will come to help you. So this is very important that when you feel like you're by yourself and you feel like you're an orphan, this guide, Jesus, the Father, the Son, uh, and the Holy Spirit are all going to come and help you in whatever you have need of, whatever encouragement you need, whatever, whatever strength you need, they're going to come and they're going to help you yes. and they're going to strengthen you and they're going to build you up and they're going to make sure that it's uh, mm -hmm. it's something that you have access to. And so I want you to know you're not an orphan. And I want to go back and just revisit just again what Lamentation says about an orphan. Lamentation says about an orphan, an orphan loses their inheritance. I want you to know the Bible is saying that I'm going to go before you and I'm going to make sure that there's someone that's going to guide you into helping you reach your inheritance, get your inheritance. That's, that's a promise that God's not going to let you lose your inheritance. You're not going to die now. You're not going to, you're not going to be forsaken now. God's going to fight for you. He's going to stand and all you have to do, you have to just keep your soul, keep your strength, keep emotional strength, keep mental strength, keep mental courage and emotional courage, keep full of faith. Because God says, I'm not going to leave you as orphan. This is like someone saying, I'm not going to leave you on the battlefield. Wow. I'm going to come back and I'm going to get you. Lamentation says the orphan will first feel reproach. 
The second thing the orphan will encounter, the orphan is going to encounter uh, the, the loss of inheritance. The third thing the orphan is going to encounter is that they are they feel like they don't have parental favor and grace over their life. And then the next thing that it says the orphan is going to have to pay for their own water and their own toilet paper. I mean their own their own <laughs> wood. They have to they have to be they have to be concerned about the scarcity of water and the scarcity of wood, toilet I mean wood. We have to know that God's going to take care of and make sure that we have wood. Yeah. He's going to make sure that every piece of wood we need is handled and <laughs> every bottle of water that we need because an orphan is yeah. the one that concerns themselves with, with provision. They have to do it God themselves. concerns himself with our provision. Joshua, the yeah. leader, Joshua, which means salvation, which is the image of Jesus. Wow. Jesus is our salvation. Joshua is going to concern himself with your water. He's going to concern himself with your, with your wood. He's so completely yeah. committed to this. Yeah. And Jesus himself says, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to come back for you. I'm going to go and handle some things. I'm going to make sure that you're not an orphan. I'm going to make sure that your inheritance is intact. I'm going to make sure that your, your, your father's connected with you. I'm going to make sure that you're no longer reproached. I'm going to make sure that you don't have to pay for your own water. Yes. I'm going to make sure that you don't have to pay for your own wood. Yes, we do that with our kids. Yeah. Can you imagine that we just send them out as children and say, go fend for yourself. We would not be parents. No. They would be orphans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they're not. They're blessed kids. Yes. And we want you to know that God's intention for you and I is that we would not act like an orphan. We would not have. And so when you take on that courage, you go, everything's yes. going to turn around. He's Something's going to happen. Before me. Some, that's no longer an orphan says, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I need to survive. I need yes. to. I get into scarcity. I need to now stockpile. I remember in, right. in Y2K. The oh. Y2, Y2K scare. Remember, we've been here before. <laughs> we've been here before. We thought when it switches from 1999 to 2000, I mean, everything's going to fall out of the universe and all computers are going to shut down. And yeah, the EMP was going to just be terrible. Airplanes are going to crash into homes. And so people started buying beans and rice and hiding it in their underground in then the it yards. was beans and rice now it's toilet paper and now water. now it's toilet paper and water people are fighting at big department stores over toilet paper but i want you to know he goes before us and he prepares everything yes. we need yeah uh, even if the whole earth is removed you shall not be afraid Amazing. take courage be strong. Yes. Know that he's provided for you. Yes. But what if I get sick? Know that he's provided health Jehovah for you. Robert. What if I what if I have this this thing? I want you to know he's provided everything for you. He <laughs> yes. is your salvation. Yes. Does that mean it's gonna stop me from doing no? He's provided a new job for you if you yes. lose your job. He's provided a new industry. A new one. industries are gonna come out of this. New industries. New industries are yeah. going to happen. So you have to know that whatever is, is you feel like you're losing, yes. Moses is not crossing over with you. It's going to be God himself and Joshua. You know, I was reading something in the news yesterday that said that 70% of the current kindergarten's future jobs don't exist yet. Yeah. And so trying to have children just be a taught regular school is not going to work. We actually have to teach them real life skills, success skills, yes. because they're going to need that more than a traditional education 
because the majority of their jobs as kindergartners and preschoolers, they don't exist yet. No. We're getting a taste right now of crossing over to unknown territory, yeah. um, you know, with, with global things, and the old stuff doesn't work anymore. No. No, so the, they, their adaptability quotient has to be so heightened. Yes. Their, their emotional intelligence is the most important thing. I think as we work on the you know, transition to 40, that's my thing. Yes. I want to add that, that, that part. I know that's your program, yes. but if I can just add that component of yes. just the emotional, emotional intelligence. intelligence. Because what I'm finding in, 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 as I just even talk to kids when we travel is the emotional intelligence. There's some kids in our church, I'm like, what do you want to do? What do you, I don't know. The emotional intelligence is completely not there. And so if they don't know what they want to do when things are secure, how are they going to figure out what they want to do when there is an insecure city, insecure nation, insecure time? Transition is insecure. You don't even have to have a tragedy or some kind of crisis. No. To just transition, just move the house. Even good transitions just move. are. <laughs> I'm getting married, getting married, is is up there with with someone dying moving houses up there with all yes. of them those transitions are just as stressful as any other transition and, and now, the adaptability quotient is very necessary yes. for a person to be able to adapt to whatever circumstance if a new circumstance comes uh, you have to be able to adapt to it yeah it's an opportunity and you know for those of you that are homeschooling for the first time ever and uh, you know we're joking online about hey prayer and spankings are back in school you know we're going back to the whole time <laughs> i want to encourage you you know instead of focusing on these major projects that you want to do why don't we teach our children download an online book on emotional intelligence and take the, this time the next few days or weeks to teach your children about emotional intelligence and i think you know, we're always growing in emotional intelligence ourselves. It's a development. The bigger also. our world is becoming, the more emotionally intelligent we have to be. Socially intelligent, socially aware. A lot of us are being confronted right now with the realization of how little social intelligence there is. That people are not aware of other people, only aware of their own urgent needs. I'm really concerned about the social... Uh abstinence thing i mean the fact that we have a social distancing that's a, not a social it's a social abstinence right it's yeah. an abstaining from something and we're realizing that together and gathering is so important yes and most of our businesses are based upon together and gathering yeah so we have so we're almost building a society that we could we we it could be dangerous if we don't actually know how to handle yeah. this right. I want to go to Hebrews chapter 13 because Hebrews 13 says in verse 5, it says, let your conduct be without covetousness. So in this season, and you know, we're talking about that, that the part of him going before us and not being forsaken is that we're not orphans. A part of this, this word covenant is coven, covetousness is not the fact that you just love money. It's the fact that you have a scarcity mindset that you're trying to hoard. You're trying to hoard something. He says, don't don't let your don't let your conversation don't don't let your conduct be of covetousness. Don't let your conversation, the way that you act, don't let it be a, a way of scarcity. 
Don't now get into poverty mindset. Don't get into a mindset that you're forsaken, that you have to do everything on your own. But he says, be content with such things as you have, for he himself said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So he's saying you can be content with what you have because I have more coming. Enjoy it. One of the things I recently learned is that, uh, it, you know, uh, with, uh, with the rabbinical mindset is that even if there was a pill that you would never have to take anything else again, if there was a pill that you could take one pill and would give you all your nutrients for the day, that, if, that you would never have to eat any food and you could just, this thing would just process the food, that you would not be allowed to take it in the rabbinical law. You would not be, even though it's healthy, even though it would give you the ideal weight, you couldn't do it because God says, I want you to enjoy every bite of food. You can't enjoy a pill. It just goes down. He says, I want you to taste it. I want you to enjoy it. I want you to experience it. I want you to know the moment of it. So when he says, I want you to be content, He's not, he's, he's saying, don't, because when you start to hoard, you scarf food. Wow. And when you scarf food, you don't taste it. You just get it down. How many times have I done that? I've done that. I've like, <laughs> I choked on stuff, trying to get stuff down so fast. But the realization is I'm not content with it. I'm not enjoying wow. it. I'm not enjoying the moment. I can't wait to get to the next moment. That's a scarcity mindset. Then God's saying, I don't want you to have that mindset. I want you to have the mindset that enjoy this right now. Find something enjoyable yeah. in the moment right now. What you're doing, what you're experiencing. Be content. Take it in. That word content, let me read a couple things. It says, it says, through the idea of raising a barrier. When I'm content, I raise up a barrier to everything else that yeah. would want to come against me. My contentment. It also is the word to be enough. To, to know that you are enough, to know that God is enough, to know that Jesus is enough, to know that God's plan for you is enough, that you are enough. I can be content, which means I'm going to raise a barrier. Yes. When Paul, Paul said to the Lord, he said, Lord, I have this thing that's buffeting against me, this, yeah. this thing that's constantly coming against me. It's like a, it's like a boxer constantly hitting me, one thing, one thing after another. Yeah. And then he says, I've prayed three times for you to take it away. And then, in, and then he tells the response from God. He says, my grace is this same word, contentment. Wow. My grace is sufficient. Wow. My grace is the barrier that separates you from that. Step into my grace. Be content. Maybe Paul was not content in this moment. He says, I learned how to abase and I learned how to abound. I learned how to be content. Wow. He learned contentment. So maybe one of those moments that he was boxing through all of that stuff, it wasn't a content moment. And God says, you know, if you actually would just be content, wow. raise the barrier, yes. then you won't feel boxed anymore. You won't feel beat up anymore. Yeah. You won't feel overwhelmed anymore. Just be content. I'm That's not saying so be good. lazy. I'm not saying that because we're working hard. I mean, we're working harder than ever before, yes. but I'm really excited about the future because I'm content with where I now have to navigate my life because yeah. I believe that God is taking us into another lane, into another territory and another time. He's crossing the Jordan with us. Yes. He's leading us into wow. something. That's so emotional and social and Raise a barrier. Yes. Yeah. Because if you, if you trust God, uh, and that's the whole Sabbath uh, idea as well, yes. what you're saying here, that God instituted it every week. You need to have one day where you don't fend hard, you know, you don't tr get trapped into trying to provide a lot for you. But trust me, that day 
to provide for you. In yes. the New Testament, we see, you know, don't worry about tomorrow because every day is enough for itself. Yes. Don't worry because today you're provided for. Yes. And tomorrow he's there already as yes. well. He's so already there. You're, you don't need to worry about what's coming because God is already there. And that's part of his name as well. I love it. Jehovah Shammah, he is there. He's there. He's everywhere. He's already in our future. We don't have to worry about what's going to happen because he is already there. He's already the provider there. He's already the healer there. He's already the Prince of Peace there. He's everything that he is in our tomorrow, just as he is today. That's it. So bring, bring contentment into that space. And, yes. the, and the way you can do it is by understanding what Jesus said. I'm not going to leave you as an orphan. I, I'm going to come back. What does that mean? I'm, I will come back. I will come back to you. That means he's going somewhere ahead of us yeah. and he's going to come back to us to get us and bring us into what he's prepared for us. And so I want you to know in, he's not only doing that with heaven, he's done that in the earth already. And so now we have to live that out. If I can just share a couple more, couple mm -hmm. more thoughts with you, we're almost at the end here. Uh, it says here in Isaiah 43, it says in verse one and two, but, but, but now thus saith the Lord, the, the, the one that created you, uh, O Jacob, he that formed you. I want you to know God, when he speaks, he speaks as the one that created you and the one that formed you. He says, fear not, for I have redeemed you. Uh, I have called you by, by your name and, and you are mine. Somehow it's wow. translating a King James. So I'm doing a little translation from King James, New King <laughs> thou James. Art mine. <laughs> thou art mine. Uh, when thou passes, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. I want, I thought about this. I thought, gosh. Lord, I'm yours. So when I pass through waters, you're going to be with me. Yeah. That's beautiful. He, he says, I don't, don't be afraid because I redeemed you. I've done it. I formed you. I've created you. You're mine. You're mine. I've got you. And Woo! that's a baptism into a new thing, right? When you pass through waters, you go that's from deep. one place to another place where you have to forget everything that was in your last place. Last place. You have to completely come into the new with a new mindset, a fresh heart fresh attitude yes. coming. So um, there's so many things that right now we can be very grateful for. Very I grateful have, for. I'm, I know people are magnifying how people are hoarding and stealing, but I see more love across the world uh, now than ever before. We're, we're constantly watching the videos in Europe and here in the United States too, where people, you know, um, in neighborhoods are getting on their balconies with their pianos and even opera singers are on their balconies just uh spreading joy and love to their whole neighborhood and there i saw one man he is a, a famous workout guru he found himself a flat roof in the middle of all of these uh, apartment complexes he put a speaker system on there and he's doing uh, exercises and all the people are on their balconies and he's pointing at them and, and they're having so much fun and people are creating a new kind of community. <laughs> it's fun. a new world. Yeah, yeah. It's a new world and people are discovering something about them. Yes. That, wow, I can actually move past this confinement and move into who God created us to be all the time and that's a blessing. Yes, yes. We're blessed to be a blessing. Yes. So we're, we're crossing over. Yes. We're going over the Jordan and we're crossing through the water. And so God says, if, if you 
uh, are going through water and you're crossing over, I am there with you. Yes. And he says, so when you pass through the waters, that's the Jordan. He's actually referring to the Jordan. I will be with you and through the rivers and they shall not overflow thee. And thou will walk through, you will walk through the fire wow. and, and you shall not be burnt. I want you to believe <laughs> God that he has not forsaken you. He, he is so yes. with you. Yes. He is completely on your side. And it may feel like you're crossing over, but if you cross over the water, he's with you. If it feels like the water's getting over your head, it's not going to overtake you. No. Oh gosh, I want to just say that it's not going to overtake you. You feel overwhelmed by it. You, your, your feet are lifting off the ground of the, the, the riverbed because the water's rising. It's not going to overtake you. No. You are going to continue to go with God and God's going to, he says, and even if, if it turns from water to fire, I'm not going to let fire get you. He says, you shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame even kindle upon you. Now, I thought about that. You won't be burned, but it says it won't, you won't even have to, you won't even have to knock anything off of you. <laughs> there won't even be a little kindling, like a little fiber of your hair. Even Amen. I'm telling you, that's Nothing God changed. saying, I have not forsaken you. I want you to have that in your heart and your mind that God has not forsaken you. Woo! Not I feel this for somebody right now. You feel so overwhelmed. You feel so overwhelmed. I just want to be your prophet right now and say, God has not, has forsaken, not forsaken you. you. He is for you. He is wanting it's, the best for you. Yeah. It feels like you're overwhelming. You're overwhelmed and you're swimming, but God is for you for you yes. and he is not going to forsake you. Yes. Romans 8:31 says this, what shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, what can be against us? I just feel like just woo, just so excited for someone's victory. Yes. Uh you may be in the hospital watching this, you yes. may be I don't know where you are, but God is not left you. I feel like I'm praying. I want to pray for someone who has been diagnosed with cancer. Be healed. Yes, I, I be healed in the name of Jesus because he has not forsaken you. Yes. And if God be for you, then cancer can't be against you. No. If God is for you, sickness can't be against you. Illness can't be against you. Financial crisis can't be against you. If God is for you, who can be against you? I believe that this yes. is the, I, I'm just really learning so much about being a prophet in this day and age. Yes. Oh, I feel like we have to prophesy. Speak so excited that God wants to speak to your destiny. Yes. And he wants to tell you he's not against you. He is for you. Yes. He's so excited about And I want to just release encouragement. Oof. I release encouragement to you. God is for you. And yes. the best is yet to come. So if yes. God is for you, who can be against you? Amen. 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 So Can you read this last part for me? Because my eyes are getting old. <laughs> Which last part? No man shall be able to stand before This is Joshua you. 1. All, yeah, Joshua 1, verse 5 through 9. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall uh, divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. So there's a promise, an yes. inheritance. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand 
or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Yes. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. That's how you get courage. That's how you get strength. Yes. The word of God. You meditate on it and then you say it in your mouth that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. Come on. And you, then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Isn't that fun? That's powerful. He's with you wherever you go. And so I just want to encourage you. Uh, God is for you. This is, this, is, this is now God saying it directly to Joshua. Moses said it. Now God says, Joshua, I need you to hear it from my own mouth. I need you to hear it from me. I'm going to go with you. Be strong. Be courageous. I will not leave you nor forsake you. So if you get anything out of this, besides what my wife has already shared in the beginning, I want you to go with this one idea because I think it all encompasses this yes. idea that God will never leave us nor never. forsake us. He is our father yes and jesus when when the disciples said teach us to pray because obviously he had a really good prayer life they yeah. could see the results of it and he started off with our father yes and so he is such a good father he's saying that even the best of fathers are are compared to god seem evil yeah. right because <laughs> god is so so good he's, he's so good. for us well, we want to prepare. We'll take some communion. Yeah, prepare our hearts for communion. And so, uh, you know, don't be uh, stuck in your mind on what that has to look like. I remember uh, when I was a teenager, uh, my brother Steve, who is a pastor in uh, Australia, um, he, he was, I think, in uh, Honduras at the time ministering. And he would take communion and all he had was spaghetti <laughs> and he said it was the best communion experience with the lord he had ever had so awesome. isn't that wonderful That's god awesome. will do communion with you with spaghetti or whatever you have we have some beet juice so that's juice. nice and our children have some and we have a few crackers here i'll take one there i'll I take one you'll need some and I'm, I do have a few thoughts. Do yeah, you, no, you go ahead. Them? I want you to, if you wouldn't mind. Okay, so, um, you know, Holy Communion is amazing. So what happens is this is where we take the bread. And the bread represents the Jesus body. The Bible yeah. says that he was given a body to lay it down for you and me. Isn't yeah. that amazing? Yeah. Our bodies, when we think about our bodies, our bodies are so that we can function well in this earth not Jesus' body. His body was given so he could lay down as a sacrifice for sin for you so and for me. That's yeah. amazing. That was the whole purpose of his physical body. And so this cracker or piece of bread or whatever you have, a banana, a piece of apple, it represents right now the body of Jesus That's Christ. Right. And then the juice, whatever we have or water, it represents right now the blood of Jesus that he shed his blood on the cross which was a payment for you and a payment for me to get us out of jail get yeah. us out of the yeah. prison of sin get us out of punishment for sin the whole world because of our forefathers adam and eve was now born into sin yeah. in disobedience in rebellion and animosity against god but while we were still enemies of god 
Jesus was sent by the Father, our good Father, to pay the price and to get rid of that uh, punishment that divided us from Excellent. God, that separated us. Now, what's amazing is that communion, when we take it, it's making a covenant. That's good. It's making a covenant that God says, this is my covenant with you, Me meaning I'm making an official legal uh, agreement be before heaven and earth and, and the whole universe and every dimension that I am for you and that you are for me. That you and I are one together. That Excellent. we are in favor with one another. Not only that, but that I have an inheritance for you. That I am buying you back. If you, if you can imagine, you know, uh, in Holland we celebrate uh, St. Nicholas in a different way. We actually go back to the historical f figure who was, uh, you know, living in Spain. He was a Turkish uh, monk. And he ended up buying back the children that were being sold into slavery. And he would buy them back. Uh, and then he would have them live with him. And he would take care of them. And he would buy them gifts and food and all that stuff. That's where we get St. Nick from. Well, this is, Jesus was the original St. Nicholas. He bought us out of slavery, out of being, being orphans and he bought us back into the family. So that's what this represents, that when we take this, we're saying, Jesus, you saved us, you're my savior, and now I have a covenant with God, an agreement that God made with the blood of Jesus and his body sacrifice, that I now have an inheritance as a child. Isn't that's that awesome. wonderful? That's excellent. So you wanna you wanna lead us in there? Okay, so so let's just take the the bread first. Father, we thank you. Thank we you, see in in your word that you sent Jesus you. to die for us. You gave him a body as a living sacrifice. He laid it down on the cross, and because his body was broken, we are healed. Our relationship with you is restored. We are uh, now new creations in Christ Jesus and our physical bodies are healed. We thank you, Lord, that everything you did on the cross, you took the 39 stripes on your back, your, your, your brow was pierced with a thorny crown, and that thorny crown means that we have now a healed mind and a healed soul. We thank you, Lord, that you were pierced in your hands and in your feet. You were pierced in your side, and by your stripes, we are healed. And so we take a part of that part of that, the communion, the agreement, the covenant, our inheritance right now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Jesus, that because you died, the inheritance was released. And we are now the beneficiaries of by your stripes, we are healed. So let's take that right now. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Virtue just flowing through your body right now. This was a step of faith. Taking that cracker, piece of bread, it's a step of faith to say, I agree, you made a covenant with me. I have an inheritance now that all your blessings are mine and your body received those 39 stripes. 
and I'm healed. All right. <clears throat> I need some juice. Come on. <clears throat> so uh, this, this represents the blood, and the Bible says that this covenant, new covenant, was written in his blood. Can you imagine? Yeah. It's wonderful. I know. Swallow this. Sandra and Sabrina say they have the same glasses. <laughs> <laughs> same awesome. big glasses. I didn't want to fill it all the way to the top because that would be too long. <clears throat> so Jesus wrote this covenant with us in his blood. Not with a pen, not with a, you know, on a piece of paper, but with his blood. And it's an eternal covenant for all eternity. And, you know, the Bible, uh, the Bible says that his blood washes us from all unrighteousness and forgives, forgives us of all sin. That with his blood, he removed um, all sin out of the whole world. And sin is the root cause of all sickness and disease. Sin is the root cause of coronavirus. Sin. And so the blood of Jesus washes away the root cause. You know, when you pull the root out of something, everything else withers and yeah. dies. Yeah. Amen. And so as we take this, we thank the Lord that we are washed from all sin and all unrighteousness. And there's no punishment left for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Yummy. Praise the Lord. I love beet juice. You know, I kept hearing this song as we were getting ready this morning. In my father's house, there's a place for, for me. I'm a child of God. Isn't that wonderful? We are, we are in God's you house. You know those songs, I don't know those songs. No, it's a Hillsong song. Oh, you know. In my father's house, <laughs> okay. there's a place for me. I'm a child of yeah, God. Yeah, I know that song. Okay. <laughs> I do know almost all uh, old, old hymn hymns and, uh, and some of our pastor friends, they know them all. Paul Brady, he knows Yeah, everything. yeah, and so any any hymn we, you know, we start, we can finish the whole thing. And you call modern songs like 60s and 70s songs hymns. hymns, but they're not hymns. They're, they're old songs, they're hymns. <laughs> well, oh, we're hoping that you, uh, you, you have received today from the Word of God. And um, again, let's continue to pray. We want to yeah. pray for you before we, we log off, but I want to encourage you to Go to, the, go to the, the app store, download the app if you don't have it. We're going to re-air this, replay this yes. on Facebook and uh, play, it, play it live so you can, yes. you can see and experience it. And um, share it with your family and your friends. Yes, share with share people. Uh, let people know what, what's happening, what God's speaking here at Citadel Church. And we are for you just as God is for you. Yes. Uh, take the message today of communion. Take yes. the message today of not being forsaken. Take the message today of, of the unity that God is releasing. Yes. Take all the things that have been spoken. Be strong. And just be strong and be mm -hmm. courageous and know that the best is yet to come. Yes. Um, uh, we, we will have one more announcement. But before we do that, I, I got so excited. I already told you the secret, the secret code to getting the three downloads, which was, <laughs> and, and we're going we're gonna to give, give about 45 minutes and we'll get all that linked up because um, I'm throwing extra on there. So the 31 day soul detox, um, the four, the four messages on, on total healing yeah. and the pathway to prosperity. So that's the total, I'm going to call it the total health package, total you know, health body, soul, package. and spirit, total health package. And, um, we'll have that, uh, at the place where you, when you go and download 31 
day. It's 31 days soul detox. Soul when you detox. go and when you go and download that, you'll get a link to all of these things. Yeah. And if you've already downloaded that because you've been around or you've seen it, download it again and just get it. It doesn't matter. It's, yeah. it's, it just share it with your share loved it. ones. I would say share it especially with people that you know are stressed out, fearful. And you know, everything if left to itself has another result. Yeah. You know, you have to really uproot things. So this whole thing with the virus uh, can what you've been saying is the next thing would be a virus in your soul where you're becoming this person that is afraid and thinking oh anything can happen to me and you know stressed out yeah, and all COVID this stuff. Yes, COVID-2, COVID-20. COVID, soul, 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 corona. soul coronavirus 20. Yeah, we don't want that one. So soul detox is powerful. We will put the links under this video for you to download later. Um, and then just special announcement for the children. As soon as you're done with your drawing picture, whatever you drew, were drawing or writing, let your parents take a picture of it, post it under this video. We want to see it. And my special announcement is that no matter what, I know all of our children at Citadel Church have been practicing their song for Easter and have been anticipating a, a wonderful um, Easter celebration at, at church and some of you have special clothes already that you are going to wear if we are not meeting on Easter which we are asking the Lord that we will no matter what we will do a makeup Easter service we will have Easter we Easter will have is not Easter. passing us by this We're year. We're not canceling Get your Easter. songs ready. Yes. Get your dance ready. Yes. Get your clothes ready. Yes. You can already start ironing your clothes. Hang them up. Come on. It's going to be ready. Get them ready. We're going to have an awesome. We're going to have an awesome Resurrection Sunday, an awesome Easter celebration. It's going to be such a fun time. So just know, I know some of our children at Citadel Church were getting a little worried about that. Don't be worried. We will do it no matter what. We got you. We'll let you know when that happens. And uh, we're going to try to spread that idea to all of our pastor friends. Don't skip Easter. You know, some of our friends, they have the big plays and everything. And their people have been practicing for a long time. What a bummer, They're not right? Gonna skip Easter. They need to need to just do it anyway. So no, no that was no my one, no one's skipping Easter. Jesus is still the resurrection. Yeah, he's still the king. <laughs> so don't forget all the the opportunities to to connect with us, Citadel Church. Follow us on Instagram if you're not on Instagram. We do a lot yes, of posting on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, and if you will go to 31daysoldetox.com. Send that link to your friends and your family, yes. and then we can get some free gifts to you. We'll see you next time, yes, next week. We bless you. Well, let's hope that we can gather and we can do at least some kind of high five or hugging or something together. Well, we want to say the official uh, greeting. May the Lord bless you. <laughs> yeah, you do the well. You and do keep that. you. I don't know that. Make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Yes. Amen. Shalom. Bless you. Shabbat shalom. You're getting some happy birthdays from on the Facebook. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Happy birthdays from Rose, Neva. Thank you, guys. Yes. Thank you oh, we want to thank everybody because we've had uh, people gift towards uh, your birthday. I'm, I'm going to get a new technology. Preaching some technology. kind of technology. Not quite sure what Thank it is you. yet. I hear that there's going to be a new iPad release. So I'm kind of holding back. 
until the 30, 31st of this month. And so we'll, we'll see. see. So that's exciting. But thank, thank you for you your all. giving. Thank so you nice. for your generosity. You're such a, uh, just a blessed people. And yeah. I'm blessed to, to be a part of your life. So yes. thank you so much. All right. We'll see you soon. Get out in the, in the vitamin D outside. And have a wonderful, blessed, stress-free, enjoyable Sunday. You're not forsaken. Amen.